<clears throat> oh, hello. Uh, sorry, I wasn't uh, expecting you here today. Um, you're here for the uh, the next podcast episode, right? Well, I have some unfortunate news. Is that our podcast episode is kind of delayed because Boyton had some road construction on the street, so I wasn't able to go up there and do you know do our usual podcast thing, get our podcast vibe going. So I was just uh, kind of reading my script here on my way to the writing room, but that kind of reminds me of a fun question someone once asked me on a set. So they kind of asked me why we uh, wasted so much paper because we have all this like blank space here. And um, we format the script like this for good reasons. Uh, it's so the script is easy to read. We can tell where there's dialogue, when there's scene action, when there's a new scene. And um, we can also make notes off the blank space. That's important on set because stuff happens. Like here, I have a note to remind myself the actress is wearing her jacket for the scene so I can remember that to make sure our continuity is on point. So that's why we have all this um, space here, because we want the script to be easy to read, because when you're on set, you're dealing with a bunch of stuff. You're directing actors, you're managing props, and you're running around trying to figure out what the next scene is. So basically, you just want to be able to walk off and be like, what are we filming next? Let me check. And then you can easily, the script is formatted in a clean and nice way. It's simple to the point. So you can see what's going on and get back to filming. We don't want a novel where we have to like go to a big book that has big dense paragraphs. And we have to go to like page 67, paragraph number nine, sentence number 17. Okay, here's what we're doing. No, 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 no. So this is why the script is formatted as it is. It is not because we are anti-environmentalists who are trying to destroy the planet. Uh, as you asked me, I think we do make good use of the page here. I mean, on sometimes if it's a scene with a lot of dialogue, like I can see there's a bit of space, but there's reasons for it. So anyway, that's why the script is formatted as it is. But uh, I was going to the writing room, so if you want to join me, we can do some writing. Welcome to the writing room. And uh, the writing room can basically be anywhere. Uh, it can be at a coffee shop, your bedroom, uh, the kitchen, and the car, and I guess if you're on a road trip or something. But um, yeah, so basically this is the first step in making a film. If you think about any movie you've watched, it's begun some point as a blank page. Unless you're doing some kind of weird improv movie, but I guarantee you most movies have a script because the script is very key into helping you make the film. So you can kind of consider maybe today's episode as a little class before we can, you know, have the episode title before in the script. But um, the reason why I would say your script is important, if you are a micro budget filmmaker, 
there are probably three areas that you should really focus on. And I would say that's probably your script, your actors and their acting, and probably sound. So if we think about filmmaking as we're trying to make a delicious pizza pie, say that's the uh, that's the analogy I we're going with here. Okay. Um, so the the crust would be the story or the script, and then the acting would be like the sauce. Like if your actors are flat, then your pizza would have no sauce. If your actors were way over the top for what the scenes needed, then you have too much sauce on your pizza. And then the, the, the cheese would be the sound because um, you want to be able to highlight the acting and your story. And if we can't hear your film, then that makes it a bit harder if your story and actors are really good. So if you can nail the, the crust, the sauce, and the cheese, you have, a, you have made a cheese pizza. And you know, you can always try to add some fancy toppings, you know, some fancy DP work or special effects, you know, zest it up. Maybe you have some uh, musical veggies you're going to put on there to help enhance the film. But yeah, so, but the point of this analogy is that if the script or the story is not good, then you can have the greatest actors, the greatest technical stuff, and the greatest toppings but then if the crust can't hold it then you know it's not it's not going to be a very good pizza pie so that's why it's important that uh when we're in this initial step one of a movie that we want to make it as kind of good and put as put thought into it i would say and yeah so basically the idea you usually get an idea of your in your head of like what type of movie. Like say you're like, oh, I want to make a zombie movie. I want to make a vampire movie. And then you'll start kind of running scenes and characters in your head. And then what I'll do is I'll kind of run scenes in my mind from certain parts of the film. And once I have enough of those scenes, that's when I'll sit down and kind of try to actually put it onto paper. Because putting it onto paper is a, can be a challenging but enjoyable process. So today we will... Um, I apologize if my dog back there makes some sounds. But uh, I'm kind of doing this in a one-take thing. So if Sadie back there is kind of making sound, we, we'll just have to let her do her own thing. But okay. So today in my writing class, we're going to try to write the first few pages of a script. And I'll show you what goes into kind of making a script. So um, if you look at the computer screen here, we have Final Draft 12. It's the software I would recommend if you actually want to get into writing scripts. Um, Celtex is pretty good, but they're a subscription service if you want to like have more than one project and it didn't used to be that way but final draft it's a one-time payment of like 200 bucks and then you can write as many scripts as you want it's great all right so the first page can be very daunting for some people you know it's like you're just staring at this blank page it's like oh we haven't written anything but the the first page is also kind of nice because we don't have like 20 characters we're trying to keep track of. We don't have to worry about continuity from the, the back end of the script. So, you know, 
you can basically just start, which is great. And um, I know a few people who get nervous about writing the script because they're like, oh, what if I write a bad script? But uh, that's that's totally fine because, you know, if it's bad, I guess you don't have to make the movie for it then. But at least you tried, right? So I'll always have more respect for people who know who try to who, who finish a script than people who never who say they want to write a script and then they never see through the the commitment. Um, and this isn't a call out to you, Boyton. I know, I know you're stuck. You, you'll, you'll get there. I know you will. Um, but I know some other people who like, oh, they're like, I want to, I'll make a movie one day, or I'll write a script. But then they, they never get around to it. So, anyways, let's, uh, let's kind of begin. So this is final draft, and it's pretty much like typing a word document here. And all right, so first scene. So this is go out try to read everything I'm doing for you audio listeners of the podcast. But basically, the first decision of any new scene is pretty easy. You're trying to decide if it's an interior scene, which means it takes place inside, or it's an exterior, which means it takes place outside. And there, that's like your two options. Um, basically, it helps us the director and the guys know if like okay we're dealing with like the sun out there or if we're inside and we can do more with lighting and stuff but i think for this movie we will start it inside um and then after you decide if your scene's outside or inside you basically say where the scene's taking place so maybe we will have this scene in a bedroom and it is nighttime so basically, when we make a scene heading, you're basically saying if it's interior, exterior, where we are, bedroom, kitchen, garage, store, and time of day. Those are the three elements of a scene heading. And yeah, so another thing I want to say about writing a script is you want to remember the KISS method. And I'm not talking about making out with your script but we are going to keep it simple, stupid. Spells KISS, by the way, K-I-S-S. And we basically don't want to overburden our script with unnecessary details and stuff, because the script is a tool that we'll use to make the film, and so we don't want to go extra hard into any unnecessary details or anything like that, because that's just going to make it more distracting. Okay, it's asking me if I want to save the script that where we're that we <laughs> we barely started on. Uh, da, 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 yes. uh we can. Uh, we will call this movie Movie Fixers. Okay. All right. So the start of this movie. Let's see. There is a light bulb on the ceiling that starts to flicker and then goes out. And so the fun thing about this episode, I guess, is like, um, you guys don't really know <laughs> what kind of story you're in for. And so well, I'll kind of explain it as we uh, write this kind of together as you would say but um 
So the first 10 pages of the script is kind of key because you want to start with some kind of um, hook or interesting idea to draw the viewer in. Because if the first 10 pages of your script is of like a monologue in a bedroom, uh, I don't know. It better be a pretty impressive monologue if you ask me. If you're going to keep people's attention. And um, I have another point here is that some people are afraid that like AI will take over writing scripts. But I find it a bit challenging for AI to take over writing scripts for micro low budget productions because a lot that goes into writing a low budget production is that we have to be able to film what we write because I would love to have like opening scene where we're there's space wizards on a pyramid, you know, and they're shooting spells and the pyramid explodes. But um, that's going to be a pretty challenging for us to film because we don't have any pyramids near us. And trying to recreate that in special effects would be very much a pain in the butt. And so that's why when we write scripts that we're going to shoot, we keep in mind what our limitations are with locations and cast. Like, I know we're not going to be able to get 500 extras on an indie project. It's just not going to happen. So I wouldn't write that into a, a script unless I had some way that I thought we could do it. So that's the problem with uh, AI. If you ask an AI to write a script, the AI is not going to know what you have access to. If you know somebody down at the pizza joint, that would let you film there. And yeah, so like I feel like even if the AI did make you a script, you'd have to go through and then you'd be like, oh, wait, you want me to shoot a scene on the Eiffel Tower with a firework going off in the background? And then you would just have to rewrite it anyway. So so that's another thing that goes into writing um, scripts that we intend to shoot ourselves is that we make sure we're able to actually film what we write. So just a, another word, a little uh, point of advice for you. Okay, back to the script. So there's a light bulb on the ceiling that starts to flicker and then goes out. And then I think we're going to start this movie with some character voiceover. So we need a name for our character here. Let's see. Give me one second. So, if I ever need names for characters, usually we just go to Google and type in male names. And we can see the top 1,000 baby boy names in the United States. Alright. And then, yeah, so... I try to use different character names for each project, but some sometimes they might be a recurrence or two. But uh, let's see, our main first main character. Let's find a good name here. Let's see, Cooper, Lincoln, Miles, Kai, Joshua, Andrew, Aaron, Christian, Ryan. Brooks, hmm. and usually it's just a name that I'm like, okay, it sounds like a cool name that I could use. I don't put too much thought into like my character names. I mean, 
eventually you have enough characters where you'll go for a ton of character names, but let's see. Maybe we'll go with Milo. That kind of sounds like a fun name for this film. Boop. Okay, so the script, so you see I got my, um, the scene heading, and then there's a little bit of action. Now we're going to go to a dialogue here. Oops. Milo. And then this is a parenthesis, so this is a voiceover, or we could just type in VO for VO so that we know it's a voiceover. Okay, and he's going to say... Do you ever wonder who changed... Sorry, there's going to be some typos. That's just what happens. Um, my hands sometimes work faster than the, the brain can keep up with. Okay, do you ever wonder who changes a light bulb in a movie when it goes out? So that's what he says. He says, do you ever wonder who changes a light bulb in a movie when it goes out? And then, let's see. What can we do here? Uh, the... <sighs> okay, the camera pans down from the light bulb to the bedroom door and Milo and so when we usually introduce a character we type their name in all caps because it's like oh introducing a new character names all in caps and then we say their age and then we can describe their wardrobe but again we only want to make sure it's essential to the story so if they're if it's a cop, then we'll say they're wearing a cop uniform. But um, if their wardrobe's not necessary to important, we don't have to put too much detail. Like we don't have to be like they are wearing a purple shirt that has stripes of different color. I I don't know. Well, you don't have to get too crazy into it unless unless it's important to the characters in the story. So the camera pans down from the light bulb to the bedroom door, and Milo, uh, he's going to be wearing, wearing a plumber outfit with a belt tool kit filled with various tools, such as gaffer tape, I apologize to our audio listeners because um, in the video I'm going to have the script up so it's going to be a little easier for people to see what I'm doing. <laughs> and so I, I, feel, I apologize if you audio listeners are the lost, but I'll, I'll, I'll do my best. So here we have the camera pans down from the light bulb to the bedroom door. And Milo, 34, wearing a plumber outfit with a belt toolkit filled with various tools such as gaffer tape... Hammers, um, and what else would a movie fixer type of character have? What do you think, Sadie? Okay. Hammers and 
markers. <laughs> I'm just I'm just going to put it down for now so we can keep writing. All right. So usually um, we want to keep the we don't want big big paragraphs. So we'll try to keep our action scenes to like three or four lines, just so our script doesn't start to look like a novel. Okay. So we'll space here. Milo comes in to the bedroom and then gets on on the bed and stands up. He taps the light bulb and then starts to unscrew it from the ceiling. So I don't know how many pages we'll get through today because as you can kind of see script writing isn't as speedy fast as some people assume it is. But we'll do our best here of the first few pages. So he's going to start to unscrew the light bulb from the ceiling. He then takes out a fresh light bulb and screws it in. The light bulb then lights up. Alright, I'm gonna do some more dialogue here, some more voiceover. And he's gonna say, we are movie fixers. The behind the scenes maintenance team that da, da, da. maintenance team I, I sometimes Google's a little better at the uh, the spell check da, da, da. okay we are Let's see, we are the movie fixers, the behind-the-scenes maintenance team that helps to keep the movies running smoothly. Alright, well, spell check as we go. Alrighty, so you can kind of see the basics of the script. We basically have a scene heading, we basically have action, and Dialogue. It's the free elements to make any successful script come to life. Okay. So after that, let us see. So then the light bulb then lights up. Whoo. Okay. Give me a second to think here. Okay, let me go look up some character names here. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, this is Austin and Boop, 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 doo, 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 doo. 
Naomi, okay. Okay. Okay, so we have two new character names here, Austin and Naomi. Uh, they're gonna come in the scene. They walk into the bedroom and look up at the new light. So this is another important thing about script writing is that we want to show and not exactly tell. So here's another kind of hack for you is, um, Say if, like, we have a character that's mad, we wouldn't just write, like, ooh, the character is mad. Instead, we will think about how we can show that. So, and, like, if the character is mad, maybe he can, like, grab something on the table and toss it against the wall. And that's one way we can show that he's mad. And not only does that help us add more variety to the scene we're doing... It also gives something for your actor to work with, and the director will also appreciate that because it will help the actor show that they're actually mad instead of just typing somebody's mad. So anyway, that's another kind of script hack for you. Alright, so back to the script here. Austin and Naomi, they walk into the bedroom and they look up at the new light. And they will have some lines here. And as for their wardrobe, um, we'll just say they're kind of wearing everyday normal outfits because they're they're only gonna be here in this scene. The their wardrobe is not that important. And let's see, she will say. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's a little weird writing a script knowing that I'm being filmed. But, um, because there's a lot of kind of trial and error that goes into kind of writing the script. But, uh, just kind of bear with me. We'll make it the, the most out of it. So. Da, da, da. Ah, <sighs> that, okay, so, Austin's gonna say, that light has been bothering me for days. Okay, and then Milo will say, you guys are welcome. Milo then takes the old burnt out light bulb and then walks out of the room.
<sighs> so there'll be breaks because I like to kind of read what I've written and that kind of helps me prepare for the scenes coming up or the dialogue that's coming up. Uh, I think we're going to kind of do a montage here of uh, this character M Milo seeing him fix the movies, the, some movie scenes. So let's try to knock this montage out here. All right, let's do a exterior location this time. We'll be on a street sidewalk, and this scene can take place during the day. And we're going to need another actor's actress's name here. Uh, da, 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 da. So sometimes to mix it up, we will go to a find a name from some lists sometimes we can like a <clears throat> okay for example if like you're making a, a vampire movie you can type in like best list of vampire names or if a werewolf movie like top werewolf names uh here i'm just gonna type in 40 best anime waifus of all time and we'll see if there's a cool name here we can use dun, 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 dun. Sure, we'll go with Maya. She looks like a cool character. Uh, da da da. Okay. Maya. She will be 28 years old. Uh, do 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 do. She's going to be wearing. Maybe some pants and a. Cozy sweater. Walks along the sidewalk, falling marked tape on the ground. So this is a kind of a filmmaker thing, is that um, we have this thing called marks, and so sometimes we'll put tape or uh, object on the ground so the actor knows where to stop and deliver their line. So those are called marks. You don't. You shouldn't see them unless it's you're watching a, a bad indie film and they somehow show up. But anyways, so that's what I'm writing here. Mark type on the ground until she gets to a spot where there is no tape. She then stops in place and stares at the ground. So so what's happening here is uh, she's following her marks, but then a piece of tape is gone. It's missing, right? So she's kind of freaking out because she's like, oh crap, where do I stand? And um, so in the script, we wouldn't be like, oh, the character is suddenly freaking out. Remember, we're not telling. We're going to try to show that she's freaking out. So I'm going to have her stop in place and kind of stare at the ground. And then she's just going to kind of be frozen there. Alright, so then we'll have Milo comes in crawling on the ground holding some gaffer tape in hand. Look at that guys, we're already at page two. We're making good progress. Okay. He then crawls 
over and places a uh, piece of black tape on the sidewalk. My then takes a <laughs> a deep breath because she's like, "Oh, my mark's back. That's good news for her." And then she walks over to the uh, piece of tape. Okay. And then she'll, um, cause right now I guess, I guess she's like acting in the scene is what we're kind of implying. And the movie fixtures are there to ensure the production goes smoothly. And so let's see, Mai will then say her dialogue, which, what would we have her say here? She walks over a piece of tape. She then looks up at a nearby window. And she shall say... Oh, huh. Oh, my dear hubby. Won't you please come outside to join me? Okay, and maybe we need some voiceover from Milo here to explain what's going on. Okay, so we'll put some voice over here. When a actor's mark goes missing, we are there to ensure the scene goes smoothly. Okay. I don't know if you guys think this is a good script or not yet, but we're, we're, we're putting it on paper and we could always go back and edit dialogue or scenes to kind of make them flow better. I think it's like, yeah, it's important just to put something on the page because then you have something to edit with than just staring at a blank page and being like, what to write. So that's one writer's tip for you is just kind of put Whatever comes to mind on the page, and then we can always go back and kind of edit it later. Because even even these lines, I don't know if I'm 100% on with these dialogues yet, but they're there. Okay, and then we will cut to a different scene. But da da Okay, well, we'll go back to a uh, night bedroom. We're doing a little comedic scene here. So, Milo's gonna have some more voiceover. He's gonna say, Someone's gotta change out the condoms between <laughs> sex scenes. <laughs> ah, good old comedy. Let's see. Boop, boop, boop. Alright, so we need two more people's names here. Uh, da, 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 da. Let me go down the 
the list of waifus here. We'll go with number 31. Katarina. Okay. And remember a new character, we capitalize their name and put in their age. Katarina, and then let's go find a guy's name. Uh, Jasper. And Jasper are naked under some bed sheets and covers. Okay. Da, da, da. They just finished having sex and go to relax and lay on the pillows as Milo comes in. Let's see, maybe we can have him, like, covering his eyes? Covering his eyes. And then he holds out his hand. Jasper then reaches under the sheets and pulls out a used condom, which he hands to Milo. Milo then pinches the condom by the very top and walks outside with it. <laughs> so we're kind of playing with the idea of like what these movie fixer guys would do to like help insist these movie scenes because um if you think about it, I, I guess the idea of this universe is that they're always kind of like reliving the movie and reliving, reliving these scenes as people watch it. So the joke is that like um, these two characters, they have a sex scene in some film, right? But somebody's got to like do the dirty work and take out the, uh, the old condoms, <laughs> as they say. Anyways, let's keep writing. Okay. Huh, I don't know why it thinks that's misspelled. Whatever. So here... We'll do a quick cut to a bathroom. Interior bathroom night. And, um... The sink rotter turns. What am I saying here? Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, Milo then washes his hands in the sink aggressively and pushes. Pushes the the soap dispenser multiple times. Boop 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 boop. Oh my god. Okay. 
Milo then washes his hands in the sink aggressively and pushes the soap dispenser multiple times to get a handful of soap. This is kind of a challenge for me because I'm trying to, you know, be entertaining for you guys watching and for the podcast. But, but my, so my brain, half of my brain's like trying to do that, and then half of my brain's trying to like focus on the script writing. So I don't know if this episode is going to be good or not, but we're going to try and see what happens. So thanks to those of you that are sticking with me here. Okay, so Milo's going to wash his hands in the sink. And he's going to get a handful of soap because he was just dealing with a, a dirty condom. And then... And then he then starts to rub his hands quickly and fast under the water. Okay, because, you know, if I was holding someone else's condom, I'd be like, I need to get to a sink and wash my hands! Alright, now we will move on to the next scene. So, here we go. Time to think. Okay, so we're gonna go to another interior scene. This will be interior hallway. Maybe it's the early evening this time. Uh, Milo's gonna have some more voice over here. Sorry guys, I'm, I'm thinking about the, the script here, so. So Miles says, you know the blood that gets stuck to the top of the the ceiling. Okay. Someone's gotta clean it. So here, there's just a, like a bloody shootout that happened with some guns, maybe, you know, like how the the fake blood goes everywhere. So maybe we'll have Milo walks into the hallway with a mop bucket and some sponges and towels. He then looks at the walls and ceiling that are splattered with blood. Okay. He then starts to wipe down the walls with some sponges. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Let me just review what we've written so far here. Well, I think we're, let's, we should probably save our work. That's always important. You don't want to lose it. I think Final Draft does auto-saves, but always good to be in the habit of doing some manual saves too. 
So for the sake of this uh, episode here, um, I would maybe put in a few more creative montage ideas, but I think let's get to like our first kind of big dialogue scene. So uh, the movie's going to open with like this montage of him. We're going to see him fix the the movies. So maybe he has to go fix a toilet that some actor clogs. Or I don't know, maybe there's a, ah, I got an idea. Um, we can have a boom mic malfunction. Okay. What's, well, maybe we'll do that scene real quick. Okay. Well, this one will be exterior woods day. And then I, I need two actor names. So we'll have Zion. Uh, Zion, who is 45 years old and for these side characters like they could really be like any any age i'm just putting something that's kind of like a general idea but if we were to cast somebody in their 20s that'd be that'd be fine it's more uh the main characters i focus on making sure their age and stuff like that is is uh has enough thought put into it as you would say all right let us go back to our waifu list and find another good name What? Okay, I don't know. Interesting. Okay, we'll go with Holo. Zion on Holo. Oh, yeah. Those are two fun names. Okay. Are we courting a dialogue scene in the forest? And the thing I like about Final Draft is that it has a pretty good spell checker. So, you know, you can just focus on typing, spell check later. Because <sighs> um, usually I type a little fast because I'm trying to get the thoughts down on the page, so I'm not too focused on the, the, the spells, if you get what I mean. Alright, so here we'll just have them kind of be in some some random movie. Um, Halo's going to be like, we gotta go now. The where... Wolf is on our tail. Okay. So Halo says, we gotta go now. The werewolf is on our tail. And, um, yeah, sometimes in your script writing, you can, like, read out the, uh, the dialogue to make sure that the words make sense. Okay, and Zeon here, he's gonna say, let's see. Don't you think we are far enough away? And Halo's gonna be like, Did you forget that werewolves can have... Let's see. Did you forget that werewolves have a great sense of smell? He can probably... Smell us right now. <laughs> and um, I know this dialogue is not, not the best, but um, in this kind of movie scenes, it's supposed to be a, a little bit hokey. And like I said, I can always go back and edit these, these lines later if I so choose. Okay. Da-da-da. 
He can most likely smell us right now. Oh my god, this is, this is writing of the year right here. Zeon's gonna say, maybe that is because of your B.O. Your body odor. And, but Halo's gonna have come back. And she's gonna be like, you were the one who forgot the deodorant. You were the one who forgot the deodorant. On this trip. So she says, okay, so let me act this out for you. We gotta go now. The werewolf is on our tail. Don't you think we are far enough our way? Did you forget that the werewolves have a great sense of smell? He can most likely smell us right now. Maybe that is because of your B.O. You were the one who forgot the deodorant on this trip. Okay. And then what's going to happen is Zeon and Ho-Ho, Ho-Ho, continue the conversation but the the dialogue audio cuts out okay Mio's gonna have some more voiceover here oh but maybe I should uh, the boom mic on the side starts to spark and glitch out. Milo is going to be here. He's going to have more voiceover to kind of explain what's going on. When there are technical issues with the with the scene. It is up to us to fix it. When our technical issues with the scene is up to fix it. So Milo walks behind Xeon and Hollow as they continue their conversation in silence. Mio approaches the boo mic and inspects it. He then takes off the the boom that is sparking from the mic cable and pulls out a backup boom boom shotgun mic and attaches it to the the, the cable and uh, I guess we're going to assume that the, the boom mic's just on a stand the boom mic attached to a stand on the side starts the spark okay and he pulls out back up boom mic and attaches it to the cable The audio of Milo and 
Hoho are restored. Okay, and she's gonna be like, oh my god. Let's see. What's she gonna say? What's she gonna say? Can you help me out here, guys? I'm sure, I'm sure you're thinking of great dialogue, too. You were the one who forgot the deodorant on this trip. She says, oh my god. You always hog the deodorant. That is why we always run out of it when we need it most. Let's see, Zeon will be like, well, excuse me for wanting the ultimate protection for my pits. Oh, I don't know if this dialogue is is so bad it's good or if it's just it's cringy, but that's okay. We're we're in someone else's movie right now. Okay. Alright, so I'm gonna take a quick break here because the mic battery's running row, but uh, and we'll be right back to do some more writing. to get some some hydration you know writing scripts it's hard work but uh as you can see uh from this episode that there's a lot that goes into kind of writing a script it takes a good amount of time and thought ah ah the first sips was the best so you can kind of see the the challenge of getting through 90 pages of a script because it gets a more gets a bit more tricky too as you get along because you have to keep in mind what you've already written and make sure you're not breaking continuity or if you're trying to set something up later in the script that you have all the setup and stuff for it that happens in the beginning so all right I just wrote some, you know, fantastic dialogue here. We'll keep going. And let's see, they, the sound of a wolf growl, growl is heard. And Halo and Zeon react to it. Okay, and that will be the end of that scene. But, um, that scene's gonna be fun to film. There'll be some improv there, and when the audio goes out, the actors will have to, um, figure out what to say between those two parts. Okay. So now... Let's see. Maybe we'll have... Maybe we'll say some voice over here. What will he say? What the f 
okay. There we go. So yeah, that's um. What do you got, puppy? Sorry, my dog was chewing some plastic there. Uh, da, da, da. So yeah, um, sometimes you'll put a little note in with the, the dialogue, such as like if it's a voiceover or they're whispering the thing. And here, here is the ultimate scriptwriter, my puppy Sadie. Uh, she can write scripts really fast, can't you? Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 I know. You love writing scripts and um but she can she can only write them when she's in the mood and uh, right now she's in a very licky licky mood as you can see. Are you gonna say hi to the, the people? Mm-hmm, yes, 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 I know. You want attention. Okay. Ugh. Go do your thing. Okay. So Miles gonna be like, we are there to ensure your movie experience is as smooth as possible. Okay. That's that's the the werewolf growling right now. I don't say to you, you're acting. Our next scene here is going to be exterior bar parking lot sunset. Da, da, da. What is going on? What the? That was weird. Okay. Oh my god, guys. The red wolf is right behind us. There's there's no barking in the writing room. <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have these uh, next scene be the exterior bar parking lot at sunset, and uh, Milo will pull into the parking lot of his car, and then the car door opens as he gets out. <clears throat> he then takes a. Deep sigh and looks at his watch. Milo then starts to approach 
the bar's main entrance. Alright, and now we're gonna have our second main character. Let's find a good name for him. Um, Braxton, that's not bad. What name will we pick? What name will we pick? What will we name our character today? That's the question. So many names to choose from. It's a mystery of what to pick the perfect name for that perfect character. Da, 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 da. What will we name this character? Do 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 do. Bum 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 Let's name this character. Caden, I guess. Sounds like a good name for me. Caden. He is. 42 years old, 42 years old, and also wearing a plumber's movie fixer outfit with a tool belt of tools, similar to, um, to Milo here. I apologize about the uh, the werewolf barking back there, but what can we do? Okay. Mildon starts to approach the bar's main entrance. As Caden, so me, I kind of fix this action sequencing here. Approaches him. Okay, okay. And so we're gonna have Caden come in. He's gonna be like, My man! Good to see ya. Good to see. My man, good to see ya. Another day of fixing these movies, am I right? And Milo's gonna be, he's gonna be, you know, all tired from work, you know, kind of fixing the bunch of films. Well, let's see, what's Milo gonna say here? Okay, so Milo's gonna say here, I know, man. Another day, another paycheck. Milo then lets out a deep breath. And Caden's gonna be like, we earn these drinks tonight, boy. Ah, hold on, I just thought of an important scene for this, for this movie. Um, 
Okay. So the, the, the bar scene's important, but I think we need a additional scene here as the interior movie movie fixer office. And this will be evening or late afternoon. Okay. This is an important scene. But that's the nice thing about scripts, script writing, is that we can always go back and add in scenes if needed. So, good thing to know. Okay. So, Milo walks into a office room. Okay, so this is going to be interior movie fixer office late afternoon. Milo walks into the office room where we got to go find another name from our best waifu list. Darkness? Well, that's not her name, is it? Oh, that is her name. Darkness! <laughs> you, you, you know what? what what's, what's, what's do it? Darkness. Age 34. Wearing a uh, business suit and tie because she's very fancy. Um, sits at the office table, uh, office desk, and looks up at Milo. Okay, darkness is gonna say, Oh, welcome in, Milo. What is going on for this typing? Okay, welcome in, Milo. Please take a seat. Milo then pulls a chair back a few inches and then takes a seat in front of Darkness's desk. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you guys are here for, you know, the birth of the script. Feels very, very good time. Okay. Darkness is going to say something else. She's going to say, Are you ready for your evaluation review? Okay, let me go Let's find the right spelling here. Sometimes final draft doesn't always quite get what I'm trying to type, but that's where Google comes in. Okay. Okay, so Darkness says, are you ready for your evaluation review? And so Maya will be like, um, yes, ma'am. Yes, madam. Let's see here. 
Yes, madam. I am. Okay, so darkness pulls out a folder and then takes out a pile of papers and glances at them. So as you can see in script writing, there is a lot of thinking of like what people are saying and what the action is. So it's that's kind of a, a challenge of the script writing process. Is thinking like how these characters would talk and how they would interact with each other. And so one another one of my techniques for you is that sometimes when you're writing a character, you can base it off somebody you know, someone's personality. And I think that can kind of help a lot. And then even like when you're outside in public walking around and you just have some downtime, sometimes you can kind of like eavesdrop on people's conversations and just kind of like listen to how people are talking. <clears throat> Sorry, I drank some bubble water, but um, I think that's a good technique because um, not only do you hear like different things, but like people say like <laughs> the most random stuff sometimes. So if you just kind of like pay attention in public sometimes when you have a chance to like listen to what people are saying, you can kind of pick up on some some interesting dialogue and some interesting talking styles. But because a lot of story writing does come from reality and real life. So you, you can't always like I know there's those writers out there who are like, I'm just going to live in my room and just write. But um, I feel like those writers are always going to have the toughest time because if they're not out there enjoying and experiencing life, then they're not. it's going to be harder to come up with material for script writing. Because um, as you know, the, the guard room the movie I'm currently working on right now, like, a lot of that came from, like, reality. <laughs> and actual, based on actual people and events, so. That's, that's one key to being a good writer, is just, you know, going out and doing stuff. Alright, let's get back to the script. Alright, um... So maybe I'll have Milo say something here. So, I felt like I did pretty good this year. And Darkness will say, yes, yes, but let's check the reports. Okay, Darkness then looks over the report here. Okay, so what I was doing right there, I was doing some research because sometimes when you're uh, writing a script, you're you're referencing something or you're needing something where you have to like do some Google searches and find out what it is. And so, I don't know, like, you might be writing, like, a vampire film, and you're like, oh, what year was, like, Dracula, would he actually be alive in? Something like that, so 
Sometimes when you're script writing, you'll hop on over to Google, do some research. Gives you kind of a little nice break from actual writing, but um, that's another fun part about the uh, the script writing process is that sometimes you get to do some weird research into stuff. And then it's always fun to kind of incorporate that into the script. Okay, so here we are back to the script. Let's see, darkness is going to say... It looks like... No, it looks like you scored... Above... Above average in your effectiveness efficiency. Oh, hold on, my dog might need to go outside. I'll be right back. All right, and we're back. Back at it, okay. It looks like you scored above average in your effectiveness efficiency. And let's see. Your response times have been great as well. So Milo will be here and he'll be like, oh, that is great to hear. Now darkness is going to say you also got some nice comments and reviews from our actors and actresses. Milo will then nod his head in agreement. Be like, mm, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. Oh, yeah. Um, let's see. Does he need to say something here? Hmm. Let us think. So Milo's gonna say, uh, I don't I, I know. I, I read my own reviews. And let's see. <laughs> what will darkness say here? That is what we're trying to figure out as we try to write the script. But da 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 da. So, yeah, as you can kind of see, um,. Writing scripts is, it's a creative process for sure. Uh, let's see here. Sadie is barking outside because that's what she does at this time of night. Okay, so Darkness here is going to be kind of a, a bitch now. Um, she's going to be like, However, your 
sustainability and impact score is a below average. And Miles is going to be, um, he's going to say, um, why, why is that? And Darkness is going to say, you, um, didn't sort your recyclables. And, um, so here's a good example of what I'm talking about. Like, uh, here we just wrote a line where she's like, you didn't sort your, re your recyclables. Um... Okay. So she says, you didn't sort your recyclables. And so what we could do in that montage earlier, maybe we can have a scene where he's like picking up garbage from like a film set. And uh, he just tosses everything into, I don't know, a dumpster. Like he doesn't sort anything. So maybe that's what she could reference from the montage. So that's where I would go back to the montage, put that scene in. And now we, we're, we're building off of something here, which is good. That's what we want. All right, so she says, you didn't sort your recyclables. Say, quiet. Okay, and then Miles says, Milo here will be like, let's see, Milo will then respond to her somehow. Um, oh, I, I didn't know that was a part we got evaluated on. Whoa, 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 Milo, Milo, I don't know why that name's giving me trouble. Names are always giving me trouble, I tell you, man, I tell you. Milo will be like only point ten percent, and darkness, she will. Darkness then hands over the evaluation papers to Milo. Watch Milo then... Milo then looks through. 
<sighs> what do you think of the script, Sadie? You think it's a good script? Uh-huh. I hope so. My dog's looking over there. She's like, what the heck is this guy doing? Okay, so darkness will be like... Your sustainability and impact score. Affected your overall rating. And then Milo's gonna be like, but that was only one category. I scored above average in all the other ones. And then darkness is gonna be... She's gonna have a response to this. She's gonna be like, each category has its own... its own ranked rate rating let's see each category has its own ranked rating so that one brought you down and then let's see Mila's gonna be like what that makes no sense but that makes no sense. Uh-huh. Let's see, let's see. I'm thinking, I'm thinking. The words are, are trying to come to me. It's it's a challenge to, to write a script. I just I can tell you that much, man. Da 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 Okay, and then Darkness is going to respond here. She's going to be like, well, there is always next year. And Mila is going to be like, but with inflation and these rising costs, I could really use a bigger raise. I've, I've been fixing movies for quite a few years now. And then Darkness is going to say, Well, maybe you can cut some stuff out of your budget. Maybe like your morning coffees? Mila's gonna be like, but I need those to wake up. Darkness then stands up and gestures to Milo to, to leave. And she'll be like, um, well, this has been a productive productive review, but I gotta get ready for my next employee.
And then Mila's gonna be like, uh, but, but I, I, I still have questions. Uh, excuse me, excuse me. Why does this, why does my review suck? And darkness kindly pushes Milo, Milo towards the door. If you have any questions, you can always direct them to HR or my email. Pro tip, she doesn't read her emails. Oh, she doesn't read her emails. Okay. So, um, there you guys go. Uh, I think this is probably a good place to kind of stop. But uh, as you can see, we made it to, to page seven. So we got six pages here going. And um, you can kind of see the thought process and kind of the the amount of thinking I kind of had to do to like think of dialogue and stuff. And so that's that's what writing the script is kind of like. Um, everyone has their different process and then Sometimes, you know, you gotta take breaks and then come back and hit it again. But I hope you kind of enjoyed this kind of like behind the scenes look into writing a script and uh, maybe you learned something or you were surprised of by my writing process. Blah, 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 blah. I can't talk too many words on the screen. And um, yeah, so... Uh, this was kind of fun. I'll continue to work on the script and uh, I'll eventually finish it. But um, I don't want to spoil the uh, the whole thing for you guys. So one of these days, but well, hopefully I'll I'll make this one and you'll get to actually see the story come to life. And if there were any edits done to the these first few pages, maybe you'll maybe I'll keep it the same. Maybe I'll change it a bit. We'll see what happens. But um, yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode of Four and the Boy. Oh, the next episode, I should be back in the uh, Boyton's house with the boy himself. So, and yeah, it's it, I'm interesting because we were supposed to film our Thanksgiving episode this week, but now that's clearly been delayed. And um, I had some cool scripts in mind for the Thanksgiving episode, so I don't know if we should still do it, and it will just be a month late, like our holidays will be behind schedule, or if maybe we should just skip ahead to the Christmas episode. Um, but you guys can let me know if you want uh, want, want me to do, me and Boyton to do the Thanksgiving episode. I think it would be fun. And yeah, so uh, thanks for tuning in to this this filler episode. Um, if you want me to do more stuff, maybe I can show you like what editing a scene is like, or some more behind the scenes stuff. Always kind of fun to kind of try new ideas and experiment. So, anyways, let me know what you thought of this episode, and be sure to subscribe, leave comments, and do all that fun stuff. And I'll see you next time on Thor and the Boy. Oh my god, how long does this guy need to think? Thor and the Boy is brought to you by Magical Hammer Productions. Our producer is Boyan Kayak. This podcast is edited by Michael Flodarson. Thanks to our music tracks. Our intro track is Next Steps by Half.Cool and our ending music is Honky Tonk Jazzy theme created by Freedom Trail Studio. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for the next episode.